Welcome to our post-debate companion. We have a plethora of podcasts here, and we're going to be talking about what just happened on uh, CNN. I am Matt McDonald of Don't Feed the Trolls podcast. That is Dan Koch of Depolarize, a new podcast about building bridges between two political extremes. Dan, you have a new uh, episode out. Two episodes. This is the inaugural evening of the new podcast. Well, there you go. You've heard it here first. Depolarize. Depolarize or depolarize? I don't know. Depolarize. Depolarize podcast is out now. Dan Koch's here. He's a commentator. Uh, We also have back at home, uh, Toby Morell of the Bad Christian Podcast and the unstoppable badass. We've got our friend Aaron Lunsford. And we also have Nate Henry, my co-host, from don't feed the trolls. We also had another friend there at some point who has left the building, uh, but he might be back for some insights. So we want to ask some questions. I can barely hear you guys, but we're going to get to your uh, answers to these questions. I want to ask Dan right up front. How did that debate make you personally feel in your heart? That was rough, man, <laughs> for the most part. Um, there were a few kind of shining moments. I loved that last question about, can you name something positive about the other candidate? Right. That question seemed to come from like the collective gut of America of like, can we do something positive? I I thought that was really beautiful. And I was glad that you both, they both gave a legitimate answer to that question. Yeah. Which was Trump's Uh, family. Trump raised good kids. Hillary doesn't back down. She's a, she's not a quitter. Right. Which does kind of, contradict his she doesn't have the stamina claim (laughs) but we'll leave that to the side for now right uh but for the most part it felt like um it was it was rough i mean it was like trump at many points was acting like a nine-year-old and he really kind of i mean he brought it to the gutter a lot uh i don't hate conservatives many of my friends are conservative i'm kind of center left myself but trump uh is a different thing altogether (laughs) so what was the lowest point of the debate that you thought like you gave a highlight what was the low light i mean as far as what trump did or what hillary said is there anything that kind of jumped out at you is that was kind of like ooh, that feels like not yeah you know there might have been like worse oh well i think the two biggest the saddest moments were one when anderson cooper said do you acknowledge that what you were talking about on those tapes is sexual sexual assault? Right. To grab a woman by her genitals because you are powerful and famous. Right. And get away with it. And he did not answer that. that. He did not acknowledge that that is, in fact, sexual assault. And then the second thing was, and this is more of a petulant thing, but it undermines a lot. He's like, well, why aren't you bringing up the emails right. to Anderson Cooper? After that little three or four or five minute segment, started with a question to about, Hillary about her emails. About the emails. They did bring up the emails. Right. And that just kind of goes to show like he is just lashing. You know what I mean? <laughs> Literally the question was about the emails. Right. So those were the like there's kind of like a that frustrated me and then right. it really saddened me that he wouldn't acknowledge that sexual assault is in fact sexual okay, assault. Okay, let's go to our debate party at Toby's house. Toby, can you give us a highlight of the debate like something that you thought kind of stood out to you? Can y'all hear us all right? We can hear you barely, but yeah. you can. Yeah, it's okay. You're fine. You can talk. Well, let me see. Let me turn this up a little bit. Um, <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, so we had extreme technical difficulties, and uh, and <laughs> we weren't really paying attention. 
Why does that not surprise me? <laughs> it was me? so boring, and I felt like honestly that was most of America. Were you so not? Everything- were you not physically nervous for either of the candidates? Oh my God, no. Uh, it, it, <laughs> it, okay, here's what I, I think we all thought. We watched for. We started the debate, and it looked like Donald was just completely like just beat. I said this, but it looks like it was 4:45 p.m. on a Friday afternoon. You got 15 minutes left to work. You're like, okay, I guess I'll. Uh, he knows he's not going to win. It's over, and it's just. It, it was just <laughs> You're confident. sad. I mean, it's just sad. I, I literally told Aaron. I said, you know what's going to happen? They're going to get on their end, and they're going to be super serious, and they're going to watch the debate and wrote down notes. And we didn't even have the TV on. <laughs> well, you represent a probably a large subsection of America that doesn't care anymore. I think though. Uh, I actually had a friend text me in the middle of the debate, say something similar, which was like, I think that independence basically turned off the TV about 15 minutes in because it was clear that Hillary and Trump were both mostly talking to their base. And so this was supposed to be one that featured undecided voters. And it didn't really seem to address very many questions that undecided voters are thinking about. So Toby, you're, your your podcast, the Bad Christian Podcast, which uh, we're all familiar yep. with, um, you guys talk oh, about a lot of like controversy are. in the church and stuff like that. Um, I guess you can kind of speak to this as Christian as the Christian voting block, if there is one. I think there's an evangelical voting block in America, um, with non-religious people watching very closely what we say or do, or whether or not we endorse Trump. Uh, what should I guess the faith based populace of America be keeping in mind. Do well, you think he addressed I, I, people properly from that from that viewpoint? No, I mean, it's it, he, he's not telling the truth. I mean, he just he's using faith and Christianity or whatever to try and get votes. Right. I mean, like I, I, I posed this question today, but I mean, like, what if what if we all could just everybody in America could just this one time go no matter what, we're not going to vote what would happen? And you, I think what we would actually see is how little our vote matters. And, and they would just put Hillary in or there'd be, you know, the electoral college or whatever would just, however it would work. And so I, I think the thing that's sad to me is that we, you know, print, you know, the non vote is the new vote. Yes. That's the new vote. It's the new black, you know, (laughs) we we send a better message. Non vote. Guys, that, Dan, I just have to go on the Dan record. Will have to disagree with this. I have to go on the record and say that that's insane. <laughs> uh, it, the electoral college <laughs> does. Great moderator. Why weren't you out there? Yeah, you're way better. The uh, the d- electoral college is not like an independent group. Like uh, each state gets a certain number of votes, and the electoral college has to vote. No, but the way Dan, if vote. nobody voted, what do you think would happen? There, it's well, impossible. Zero people voted. If z- you're saying literally, if zero Americans casted a vote, what would happen? I don't know what would happen in that case, but that won't. They happen. would put Hillary in. You, no, your vote doesn't they would matter. Put That's her my in. point. They, yeah, she, Toby, I guarantee. I, I, I wish that could happen. No matter what, your vote really it's 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 a joke. Like and to to be like, okay, here's a question I like to ask for Dan. Dan, are you pro Hillary? Uh. Am I uh, between the two choices? I'm pro Hillary. I'm not just okay. anti-Trump. Yeah, but that that seems like such a crazy stance for me. Because would you be pro one guy that raped less dating your daughter? 
Or 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 would you be or would you would you hire a cop that was a little less racist than the other cop? Here's I mean, the that's thing. the thing that I don't understand. It's a false like, dichotomy. Yeah, the, dichotomy it's a bad analogy. She's horrible though. I mean, I mean, you have to admit that your candidate is horrible. I think right? horrible. I mean, just because she's less worse. It's it's like how can you stand up for that? That that and I'm not saying that sarcastically. I'm yeah. actually being honest. What drives you to be? Are you that scared of Trump that you would vote Hillary? Did you listen to my 90 minute interview with Carter about this? <laughs> oh. Break it down, podcast everybody. Oh, Matt yeah, Carter, go check I, it yeah, out. Yeah, I did, man. If you didn't watch, if yeah, you didn't know, watch, in America did. If you didn't watch the debate of which you were supposed to be a commentator, you probably didn't listen to my <laughs> interview with Carter, which is fine. I don't blame you. Uh, I am very afraid of Trump as president with the nuclear codes. I'm afraid of right. him being commander in chief of a million or so servicemen and women. What do you think would happen if he won? I think that we would get into needless wars. I think that we would plunge into a worse recession. I think that possibly nuclear war could happen because of his inability to have any sort of self-control. Lunsford, I'd like to ask you a question. What do you think about Trump sniffing? Hey, just so y'all know, too, we're having a hard time hearing Dan. Dan sounds like he's off mic for on our end. I tried I'm right to, on it, man. Just, so, just so you guys know. Yeah. Yeah, the very first time on earth anyone's had a hard time hearing <laughs> if any If anybody is allowed to say that, it's Nate Henry. That's fine. I love that Matt McDonald's laughing at that. Did you guys did you guys did you guys did you guys watch any of the debate? And if you saw any yes, of it. Yes, we did. We we did. We watched we watched, we watched an hour it. of it. Yeah. The front half. I insulted Aaron Rodgers and his brother was sitting next to me on the couch. So that's well, you guys did have Luke Rogers in the room, Aaron Rogers' brother. Did, but he, did you have a question for Aaron Lunsford? But he was so insulted here? he left. Don't you have a question for Aaron Lunsford? <laughs> yeah, Lunsford, what do you think of Trump sniffing? He came right out of the gate sniffing again. Dan said, here we go, I'll set it up again. Dan said, oh, yeah, well, there would be a lot of Trump's president. There would be a lot of unnecessary wars. And Aaron wanted the microphone. So here you go. All okay. right. You don't think there's going to be a lot of unnecessary wars with Hillary Clinton? No, I do not think so. I don't think that Hillary will needlessly get the United States into a war because of her temperament. I, I mean, but do you think... All right, I'm not trying to... I'm not a Trump supporter here. No, it's fine. No, it's a good... It's a fair well, question. I mean, it is a I'm, fair I'm, question. What I'm saying is... I'm, I'm not a saying, non-aggression... I take a non-aggression stance, right? Okay. Do you think Obama has got us in involved in needless uh, foreign conflict? What I will I say is... What I will say is this. Obama has not gotten us into wars that we wouldn't have gotten into if only he'd been able to like keep his shit together. That's what I'm talking about with Trump. So it's very difficult to say what wars will the United States get into based on a president and like the very complicated global situation. Based on policy. You're talking about based on. I'm talking about Trump emotion. might get us into a war I, I, just because he. No, Trump. I get the, the yeah. argument about Trump's uh, temperament, I guess you could say. But yeah. Uh, I think Hillary will still just get us into wars, but in a more um, dignified way. Probably. Does it matter <laughs> to any of you guys <laughs> that debates remain it, civil? It, like I was, I was, it won't be. I was physically Hillary nervous won't. because it, it seemed to be, it seemed to get into a place where it wasn't yeah. civil. There was, it was getting <laughs> chippy and stuff. Does it matter to any of you guys that are presidential candidates remain civil, or is it sort of fun to see them kind of get in the ring like WWE? Oh, folks? fun. Fun on our end for sure. Oh, yeah. I, 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 there, there is part of me that thinks <laughs> if, if Dan is right and Trump would be so horrible that that could be a good thing for America. Like it, Toby, Hillary oh my gosh, signifies buddy. to me the same old, same old. Just a politician 
using Toby. the people. And Toby. That's, that's what's that's actually almost scarier to me. And maybe I'm wrong. I, I, I'll admit that maybe I'm wrong. You need to listen but to like, depolarize. Uh, Dude. I like the idea of a crazy president that we watch for four years. That's just a wild person. No, I don't like it. I'm saying that's where we're at. It's not that I like it, but I mean, it. it if Hillary wins, it's going to be just whatever. I, it, it's not going to be so amazing. It's, it's going to be, be boring to you. Of, well, it's going to be a continuance of the same thing, which where is we're going to end good. up. Or, Look at those gas prices, right, Toby? Toby. Yeah, the, I mean, I guess you're right. I mean, cop, cops don't kill black people. Oh, uh, what, what <laughs> then that's the I'm president's fault. I mean, if, it, if it's so great, it, it, it's the only thing that I do agree cheap gas is amazing but i'm just saying i don't know if anything's so much better or worse is it really from it just look at george w bush and obama do you think that things are way worse or way better toby i don't think they're way worse any huge thing because the the funny thing to me is the way dan talks about trump is the exact way my family talked about obama they said it would ruin america it would be terrible he will do this he will do this this and this and it didn't happen and, and that's the only thing. Like, the thing about Trump is I, I think he's a terrible candidate. I think it's a joke that we're all sitting here talking about Donald Trump for president. But I, d- I don't know if he will destroy America. We might be too far gone for him to do that. He might, it, it, we might be really bad, in bad shape, and he can't even make it worse. I don't know. I think that for you to say that because you're bored, it would be great to have a crazy president comes from. I didn't say that. Essentially, I didn't I'm, say that because I was bored. Because I well, said because America is so horrible. I said because America is already terrible. Is which, it? Can terrible America get even terrible again? Look, <laughs> can I just terrible again. Toby? Here's the thing. I know you're gonna have to stop laughing since I'm quiet so, to hear me. But Toby, here's the thing. If you were a Muslim, if you were a person of color, possibly if you were even a woman you would not be able to sit there right now and say, sure, fucking blow it up. Let's see what happens. Let's get a crazy person in the White House. That is coming from an insane place of privilege as a white man with a middle-class income to be able to say, yeah, blow it up. Why not? When Trump, when, because when Trump says law and order, he really means stop and frisk. And when he means stop and frisk, he means stop and frisk people of color on the street <laughs> who are disproportionately uh, in prisons around uh, America because of stop and frisk in the war on drugs. And so a candidate like Trump saying law and order, stop and frisk means a lot more to a person of color in our country right. as as like a really ba- like to you. You're like, that's eh, not going to hurt me. And you're kind of saying it's not going to hurt me because I'm white. Real quick, though, to say something. This whole setup is on a cardboard box. <laughs> Literally. So there is no middle class income over on this one. Right. Have a, have I have a, a cardboard box that's holding my computer up. I'd love to show you a picture of it. No, you know, I'm going to show you a picture of it. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mr. White Man Dan Coke, but I have a box holding my shit up. Yeah, the, the plight is unbelievable. That's funny. So I have a question. When when Trump was hit with the uh, sexual assault comments, he deflected. I don't know if you guys saw this part, but he deflected being to ISIS. By the way, Trump deflected to ISIS when he was hit with the uh, sexual Uh-oh. assault comments. We're losing you. Trump was def- he deflected to ISIS, saying that ISIS was chopping people's heads off, and that was just locker room talk. And he said, nobody has more respect for women than me. Did you believe him? 
that's that's really <laughs> that's good. pretty amazing that's actually yeah he would say something so crazy so that was funny <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, come on oh, shut up come on y'all not, that's funny. <laughs> i'm just asking for i'm just asking it, it, it was that believable that at all so crazy as that come on you know what this is this is junior high basketball team in reverse order picking the team in reverse order there's only two options left to start the game right so what are we gonna do really here you know what i'm saying it's well, like, that's a good point any choose from so it's just that's may how I, bad America is, is we have bad options well, off the get-go. Yeah, but can I, may I make so, a modest proposal? Yeah, yeah. Of our two options to start on the basketball team, if one of them has never held a basketball before <laughs> and one of them played college right. ball but didn't but, go but pro. But the other one has never used an email before. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm just saying. It's it not. Won't even know when to arrive at the game if, because if, it deleted them. It <laughs> it's all about those emails. Uh, <laughs> Tony, a minute ago about uh, mass incarceration, drugs, all that stuff, like uh, minorities, black people, yes, and yes, being in prison. Person. If Hillary came out out of all her other shit that she talked about, if she said, first day I get in the Oval Office, I'm going to start writing pardons. All right, for this all is a good question, you guys. Vote for her. Right. I would. Right. She's not, she doesn't talk about stuff like that. Right. Uh, obviously, Trump doesn't. Like, he talks about stop and frisk, which is insane. Right. But. but my point is, is that uh, I don't. How, how, yeah, how can I get excited about uh, Hillary Clinton when she does? I don't even think she really addresses civil liberties in a real way. Right. I, I mean, does anybody actually think there was ever a chance Trump was going to win? I mean, Hil Hillary Roseanne Barr said this, but she, Hillary has the receipt for the presidency. It, it's it's a done deal. It was probably two years ago. I mean, it's, it's not even like. <laughs> That big of a deal. That's why I, I, I've never been afraid of Trump because I never thought he had a, even a chance, and he's proven himself just the worst. But if you are a, I, I asked this question on my face uh, tonight to the guys. If you're a terribly flawed candidate, what's the best thing you could do for yourself? Have a worse candidate uh, opposing you, and that's exactly what we have. We have two terribly flawed candidates, and one is way worse than the other one in his w word usage and the way he is. But the candidate that you're like Dan says that he's voting for is just atrocious and awful and, and unhonorable. So we have a and so Toby, we have a question from uh, from a viewer of this stream right now. And the question okay. is, I guess, technically, the is question is shirt? essentially like anyone on this podcast hasn't engaged in locker room talk along the lines of what Trump uh, talked about. And can you yeah. guys honestly go around and say that you have not engaged or been around and even affirmed talk like that? Yeah, yes, for sure. I guarantee you that almost every single male and 95% of females have said something that would just be unbelievable. And I asked the guys this question tonight, and I'll ask you and Dan right now. Can you think of something right now that would disqualify you if everybody found out from running for president? Do you have something in your past right now that would go, uh-uh, not that, not Matt McDonald, not Dan Koch? All of us immediately said, oh, yeah, I know that one thing. We don't even have to say what it is. I do think that that's a – obviously, it, it's, it's strange to me that somebody would hold something from what was it, 2004, 2006, whatever it was. Somebody had that audio – and held it to this moment. You know what I mean? Like that, that wasn't some big surprise where they just stumbled upon it. Well, it was, it was re revelatory of, of Trump's 
uh, nature off mic nature, though. Right, right, right. So you but get to see a little window into, into how so he it, behaves tool, and what he talks you, about. It, but I mean, you, you, you and Dan didn't actually think he didn't say stuff like that. I right? will say you this. Never to the, I will answer the question honorable. this way. I'll answer the question this way. I have never, in my mind, bragged or glorified. Uh, 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 my ability no, hey, look, to sexually I, I assault think, okay. another person. So, like, oh, yeah. that's the thing. Is like, Matt, we have a, Matt we have a, McDonald. I'm with you there. I, like, I've I've talked I, grotesquely. I was, I a lot of I've had locker earlier. locker room oh. talk. Is you know, look at that old man. You know, drying his balls with a hand dryer. That's locker room talk. Locker room talk is I can grab no, no, any woman talk, by the pussy no, because I'm a star. That's not locker room talk. That's 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 propagating rape culture. Locker room talk is why I quit football in high school because I just thought it was stupid. It got to a point where that's all it was. It was like, are we playing sports here, or is this like a, is this like a fraternity? So yeah, I mean, I didn't join a frat in college for the same reason. And there are certain people that aren't drawn to that. But Donald Trump is obviously one of those guys but, that gets off on acquiring stuff, acquiring real estate, acquiring money, and acquiring women. And we all knew that he's kind of a douche. I, it's not shocking to me, but I would also say that even like, okay, so I played high school baseball, and I, I was tweeting about this earlier. Played high school baseball. I was in a band for years. I've been on Warp Tour, seen a lot of dirty stuff. I've made some really dirty jokes, but I've definitely never joked about like sexual assault. Like I've de- not even joked. Like I've definitely never like said I yeah just grab their put grab their pussy and i've never heard anybody do i really haven't heard anybody do that maybe the discussion is okay let's go back to that uh, that that case where where brock the swimmer is attacking the girls in those two guys they're the dudes that that saved saved uh her i guess didn't save her but you know caught the guy or whatever and maybe we're saying who which guy are you are you the guy right to rape the girl are you the guy that's gonna right chase that guy down and, and hold him for the cops to show up. And I think in every guy, there is that sense that you see something happening, you're going to you're gonna jump in and save the day. But you're thinking Trump is the guy that's going to try to take advantage. Yeah, and, and I want to say this too. I don't know if that seems kind of huge that you would, like, you would equate that to him propagating rape culture only because that was a footage where he was trying to be a badass in front of Billy Bush. Hold on. That's inexcusable. I'm not saying that's okay, but he never thought anybody was going to hear that, but Billy, but there is so, a culture but, <laughs> of rape by powerful men in privilege in America propagated and, down and, saying and you and can do what you want to women. Bill fucking Clinton. <laughs> Dude. Furthermore, he was asked straight up by Anderson Cooper. Do you we realize? Can, can Dan talk? Can Dan talk in your mic? Okay, well no, we can't really hear him. All right, we're gonna have to share one mic. I'll scoot over after the commercial break. But oh, way to propagate rape culture, you bastard! You're gonna scoot over on Matt McDonald, jerk. Uh, look, Anderson asked Trump, "Do you or do you not understand?" that grabbing a woman by her genitals is sexual assault. And he did not understand that. That is very different than, oh man, in the locker room saying like, oh dude, she's so hot. No, no, no. We, we agree with you. We're agreeing with that you. That is no, propagating he, rape culture. What the fuck is it if it's not that? No, no, no. He said something trying to impress Billy Bush and Billy Bush trying to impress no, him. The problem is they're, not they're, the words he said. It's that he has not backed down from no. it and he does not understand 
that it is sexual assault. That's the problem. I think he understands his sexual assault. I think he's in a political race now, so he has to say certain things, and he can't say it now. You know what I'm saying? Just like Hillary Clinton doesn't say anything. Hillary Clinton is just as creepy. <laughs> political game. I just think Trump is getting coached. All now. right. Nate Henry from Don't Feed the Trolls, everybody. Don't Feed the Trolls podcast. We've got Unstoppable Badass podcast, Bad Christian podcast. We've got Depolarized Dan's new podcast. The brand new podcast. Oh, yeah. We've got Matt Carter from Break It Down podcast and Bad Christian with a brand new three-day-old baby uh, out in the rain holding the baby one-handed. It was uh, pretty, pretty incredible. Pretty incredible what we can pull off on a zero-dollar budget. Um, but we're back. Dan has a has a big rebuttal about the whole propagating rape culture thing that uh, he would like you you guys to hear. So here we go. All right. No. Before he says that, I totally agree, and everything he says is totally right. Well, go that's ahead. good because I actually am not going to talk about the rape culture. I just want to say, mind. and I would never speak so meanly if I were not surrounded in person and on over Skype by friends of mine. But Mainly. if this conversation is frustrating to you, listener, you will love Depolarize the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to be like this. It will be experts. We will analyze arguments. There will be some jokes, but it will be clear offended. thinking and arguments. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm okay with offending you a little bit, Toby. Yeah. It's like, you know, Howard Stern versus, you know, NPR. <laughs> and clear, clearly the fact that we have Hillary and Donald means that your, your podcast is get three viewers because... We have the worst two options, and they get all the 85 million views. <laughs> that means intellectual stuff doesn't get any views at all. So good well, luck. Well, I'm hoping to make a dent in that, but Lord will. Well, hey, I, I will say this. I agree. Like Now that you guys are talking about him actually not agreeing with what he did being like sexual assault, assault yeah. that, we, we, we were talking over the, over the debate. So I can okay. understand your point from there. My point that. would be that that was something he was used, he thought would be private to impress another guy. Still n terribly awful. No good, no good, no good, no good. But I'm, I, I do agree with you guys. If he's not agreeing that that could be considered sexual assault and propagating that, I do agree with you. I think we also need to at least acknowledge like the multiple stories that are coming out now about other women accusing him of actually doing those sure. things to him. But, but I mean, wh why would you be so strong on that side and not strong on the shit that Hillary does? Like I'm getting, I, a, a ch getting a child rapist off okay, and laughing please, about it. Like that, that everybody, was, okay, hold on, hold on. Check to that, Dan. Speak please, to that. Right? please check Snopes on the child rapist. Just go read Snopes on it. She was a public defender. She was assigned the case, and she worked the case. So just that one is no, no but I mean, I old. heard the audio of her laughing that she got him off, even knowing that he's basically guilty. I have not I heard that audio. I might, I'm, maybe I misunderstood the audio, but she laughed that the child rapist got off. She yeah, got him off. I haven't heard the audio. I heard that, and I don't know. I just I'm saying. Okay, well, just, just listen it. to yeah. the audio because it's it's horrific. I mean, I really and, and, I, it's, it's, let me yeah, ask you okay. let me ask you another question about Hillary Clinton. Okay, okay, she's you you are are you saying you're only for her because she's the lesser of two evils? You don't actually think she's good, or do you actually think she's going to make a great president? My view about Hillary Clinton is that she is nowhere near a great candidate for president. Okay, in in if you put her in a in a continuum with like the last 40 nominees for president she does not come anywhere near the top she might be somewhere in the bottom half probably somewhere in the bottom half however 
just the fact of even being in that continuum of regular candidates for president puts her a mile ahead of Donald Trump, who has no ability to govern, no ability to control his impulses, who's up at 3.30 in the morning doing a tweet storm and asking the American people to check out a sex tape because someone came out and criticized him. That guy cannot be president. So Hillary, in my mind, is like a 25th percentile candidate for president. But Trump is like a negative five. Trump is like, if you want to just blow up the world because you're angry or bored, sure, put Trump in there. But it doesn't take much for a candidate to be more qualified than that. But no, I'm not a huge Hillary fan. I would have preferred Bernie. I would prefer Kasich. It's really interesting uh, how bad Hillary and Trump are because uh, even even during the like Republican primaries, I was like, I'm not voting for any of these. Rand Paul is the one guy I said I, I would have voted for. Okay, uh, But now I would totally vote for Marco Rubio if I had the option. I would yeah. vote for Barack Obama. Oh, man. Hindsight is 2020. Oh, yeah. I, it's just, and I voted for Barack Obama first time around. I did not vote for Barack Obama in 2012. But like now I'm like, oh, Obama, like uh, yeah, more policies. years. Yeah, policies <laughs> uh, shitty in my opinion. Doesn't believe in free markets. Doesn't believe in a lot of stuff that I b- believe in. But um, yeah, seems like a decent human. Well, here's the thing. Let's talk about okay. the the, okay. the Hillary Hillary's because everyone just assumes everyone just says Hillary's a bad candidate. And and why is she a bad candidate? Because everyone goes, well, let's talk about the emails, right? She had a private email server, which four other secretaries of state had private email servers. Apparently, hers went above and beyond what theirs were. Yeah. But if we look at the brass tacks of it, everyone's talking 30,000 emails, this and that. There were 113 classified emails that the FBI found that were on her server. Three of those emails were marked with the C. So you heard Trump in the debate talking about how uh, she, she doesn't understand what the C is when it's marked. Three emails out of tens of thousands of emails were marked and none of them were marked in the header of the email. So we're blowing this email thing out up to be like, she's hiding things. None of the emails were hacked. Nobody got classified information and none of them were marked in the header. And there was only 113 out of tens of thousands of emails. This is a non story that keeps getting blown up and propagated by, uh, by anti Hillary people. Well, yeah, I think it's just the one thing they've got on her that they've got on her is this thing. But Hillary is a politician. She is a tried and true politician. She knows how to talk. And the thing is, is Trump doesn't know how to talk. Well, he, he seems to be doing pretty well for not knowing how to talk. Yeah, exactly. Because he doesn't know how to do it. They're all of America. And I live in backwoods America. They like this because they've been seeing sure. the last 25 years candidates on both sides doing this. And so they they understand that, man, Trump's just a normal dude. Trump right. talks normal. Trump talks like I talk. You know what I'm saying? So that's why that's the appeal of Trump. But you got to understand that I think our if I could put in like words, what this room over here feels is like this whole thing feels like a sleight of hand, like Donald Trump's doing something and Hillary's just slipping in. You know what I mean? Like she's not a good candidate. She's not qualified. Why Nobody is she not a good candidate and why is she not qualified sliding. specifically? I mean, the fact that she's in love with her secretary and no is one she really. Oh, great. Let's talk about Is her secretary Bigfoot name. I actually can I say something? I'm sorry. I actually disagreed that she's unqualified. I think she's actually thank you, Aaron. Oh, in the in the true in the term of just being qualified for the job. I think she actually is qualified to be president. I think she'll like be like good at being president kind of, you know, (laughs) 
been secretary right. of state. She That's my argument. <laughs> she knows the drill, right? Yes. So the whole unqualified thing is kind of bullshit. Um, why why is why is she a bad like, candidate? There's not one thing, one thing about her platform that I can get behind. Right. So. Right. Well, and that's fine. And it, it, Aaron, if you just we can't hear you, Toby, so that's not going working. Aaron, if we can talk policy, if you uh, if you don't agree with her policies because of your own policies, that's fine. That's great. I think that's totally fine. I'm not even talking about that. And here, I'll I'll go one further. Let me criticize Hillary on something that I think is legitimate. I think the line in the Clinton Foundation between heads of state, donors, friends, access was needlessly blurry, and I think that that was a really bad idea and is shady. If Hillary were running against John Kasich, for instance, I would look at the Clinton Foundation and I would really seriously consider if I could trust her over Kasich. That would be a really serious question for me. I would consider who's going to appoint common sense justices to the Supreme Court. I would really be thinking about that. It, if Hillary was against Kasich, I would be like, wow, this is this is like a really interesting decision to make. There's yeah. no decision to make against Trump. That's my only point. People keep coming at me, friends and, and acquaintances, like, how can you support Hillary? I'm like, guys, because it's Trump. That's the reason. Like, we're just I, not talking I, about I, a normal election. I, I get it. I, re I really do get it. Toby, we cannot hear you. Toby, we can't hear you. You got to take the Use mic from them. Use the mic that everyone else is using. Thank you. Uh, but why not like do vote third party or something else? Like, right. It, that's a really I good question. The, the argument might would be, oh, you're wasting your vote. But my my point would be, and even going back to the email thing, I think it's a little bit worse than what you said. And I could be wrong. I need to. But from everything I've heard, it was a complete, utter uh, lack of judgment that she would use private servers and delete those emails and then even more so how about how badly she treated bernie which honestly i, I out of everybody i i might disagree policy wise but i thought bernie is an honorable yeah, guy but look at look how that it came out bernie, so, bernie so came out be, and endorsed you know her for sure she had an effect on him trying to manipulate the system to n not get him not allow him to run for president and I mean, so my point would be, if she's that shady with her dealings, even with just email, if she's just shady with it, what's she going to be as a president? If she's if she say if she's shady in the little things, won't she be shady in the big things? Here's the thing, Toby. Possibly, she may be your standard. She may be your standard issue politician who's shady, but that is better than someone who has no business running a country, no matter how okay. you slice it. But that, but that's this four years. Yes, that's this right. four. That's all I'm talking right, right. about. I so, am. So that means the next four years is going to be the same way, and the next four no. years is going to be somebody shitty. No. And the next four years, if we don't, if we don't actually put a stop to it and go, wait a minute, this is absurd. We're not going to allow. Putting, are, well, how are you putting a stop to it? I, oh, I don't think we will. I'm just saying, right. I wish we would. Right, you won't. Here's Donald the thing. Trump represents Donald Trump represents the utter. Like the entire America, half of America, being so fed up with the system that right. Donald I agree. Trump. That's what he represents. That's absolutely rep true. They don't believe. They don't care about Donald Trump. The fact that he just is a normal human being. Yep. I've seen thousands of Facebook posts saying Donald Trump's normal. Donald Trump runs a business. He's not a politician. This is what America wants. It's, it's just not a they just want somebody that isn't Hillary Clinton. That's what they want. So both sides want the same thing, and then both sides don't have an option. Except that one of the sides 
wants to elect a person who is capable of being president and the other person wants to elect a person who is incapable of being president. That is a meaningful difference. Yeah, but people are and you know, I'm here in the South, whatever my family or whatever, my, my people in my family and people I know think that Hillary Clinton is incapable of being president. Well, I don't they know think she's do evil is the thing. It's like she's yeah, personified well, yeah, evil they, to them. It's not yeah, about whether is, or not she's capable. Even, it's that she's trying to destroy people, which is totally erroneous. Yeah, sure. I think. Yeah, no, I'm not saying it's right or wrong, whatever. I, but I'm saying that's what real, normal, uh, even maybe I'll disagree, decent people think. No, yeah, <laughs> like, I don't disagree that they're decent. No. I, you know what I mean? Let me just, here's the argument, though, and I know you guys can't hear me very well, so just prick your ears up, sorry. But I, understand, I hear you, Aaron. I hear you for sure. But here's the thing. This is an unprecedented election cycle. You've had 500-plus GOP lifers come out and say, do not elect our guy. You have had 10-plus newspapers who have not endorsed a Democrat in 75-plus years. You have USA Today, who has never endorsed a candidate ever, say, do not elect Donald Trump. You And here's the thing. Up against that, you say, well, Hillary is so bad, she's evil. But the problem is, when she was Secretary of State, before the campaign started, Speaker of the House Paul Ryan, on record, said, if Clinton was president, we would have balanced the budget. Republican Senator Lindsey Graham said she was a phenomenal Secretary of State. It's just campaign season now. And so all the rhetoric is picked up. Is Hillary a great candidate? No. But does she have mediocre ability to run the nation even as in in a partisan space? She obviously does. If she did okay as secretary of state, that makes her a thousand times more qualified. We have a we have a question from we have a question from viewers. And I think it's a very important question because I think a lot of our viewers are in the faith community and in the faith community also encompasses the pro-life community, which says totally. this is a very big issue for a lot of people. They say, regardless, Donald Trump will elect conservative Supreme Court justices who will overturn Roe v. Wade, right, right. making abortion illegal and thus taking care and then saving lives. Now, how I, do you answer that? Dan? Okay, I got to start this one because episode two <laughs> of the brand new newly minted depolarized podcast is with a pro-life catholic conservative like lawyer a pro-life catholic conservative lawyer who makes the argument that trump will in fact not appoint supreme court justices that are conservative this is a guy who has a lot of skin in the game my guest joe rose and you should go listen to it if you only want to hear that argument skip to about 33 minutes into episode well, two. how about the fact that when people say hillary if she gets elected despite supreme court justices there will be more abortions in america how do you answer that i don't know if there will be more abortions but i do know this i buy joe's argument i'll give it to you in a nutshell right here trump has a few things that he's running on in his campaign that he has to get done in some form. He has to build some kind of a wall if he wins. Right. He has to redo some trade deals if he wins. These are the things that he's running on. Right. He has to redo NAFTA. That's what he's got to do it. And the only way presidents get things done, especially with what is likely to be a Democratic Senate, is they compromise. What is the first thing Donald Trump will compromise on that he actually does not give two shits about? is a conservative Supreme Court. He was pro-choice until four years ago. His sister is a far-left judge on the New York Court of Appeals. 
He is not going to appoint these people. No candidate has ever released a list of Supreme Court justices while they were campaigning. The only reason Trump did that is to get the evangelical vote, and it worked. Favor, the if, pro-life if vote. Trump's gonna, if Donald Trump's going to elect those people, doesn't that play in your favor? I actually would prefer a conservative Supreme Court, so I don't know whose favor you're talking well, about. Well, let's let's just talk about a Supreme Court uh, aside. Supreme Court aside. And Su- Supreme Court aside, let's talk about over here from Don't Feed the Trolls podcast. Episode 36 <laughs> is coming out next week. And uh, I got something to tell you. Well, this is the problem, Dan, is you have a separation of a voter populace in the South who's going to vote for Donald Trump no matter what. Sure. Never before in American history have we had a divide between candidates and what people actually are getting and what they think they're voting for. People out here in the South are dumb. And they will vote for Donald Trump. I'm going to go on the record. Those are your neighbors. (laughs) I'm not not agreeing with that. (laughs) These are my neighbors, and they are dumb. I don't think they're dumb. I don't think they're dumb. I think I think they're misguided though. And roll them back again, like Bilbo Baggins. Nate, Nate, on the topic of abortion, let's let's just talk about. Let's break break this myth down. The myth is that. The pro-life candidate is always the conservative candidate. But as we've seen with a lot of conservative candidates, they defund contraceptives. They defund condoms, prenatal care and such like that. So there are a lot more unwanted pregnancies. And when you have a lot more unwanted pregnancies, you have a lot more abortions, whether or not they're legal, they will happen. And so this is why I make the argument that Hillary Clinton is actually the pro-life candidate because under her Prenatal care will expand. Contraceptive care will expand. Therefore, lowering the rate of unwanted pregnancies. Therefore, lowering the rate of abortions. But I make that argument. Have, you have to have a serious education to understand that math. Those math that math and those math, obviously. That math. Do you yeah. need an education to know <laughs> how to say that? I, math? I would agree with you. About ten years ago, I would have said, "No, this the conservatives are the ones who keep the abortion rate down." And it's not true. I know that now, but you got to understand, the South doesn't get this. They're going to vote for Donald Trump, thinking that it's actually going to save lives, and it's not going to. Well, I want to say a couple things. Divide there. So, what are you going to do about it? You know, what I mean, we actually need some real candidates. And okay, and well, I don't think voting for Hillary Clinton is going to ever going to get us another candidate. We need a third option. I think that's where we are, right? I we understand. Need a third option. I understand. We need fourth option. A fifth option. Oh we yeah, options, options, baby. I we agree, Nate. Nate, I. Bazan says it's nice to have options. I would love third or fourth options. <laughs> I think that if there's one election in the last 100 years where it is not time to push that agenda, it is this election. First of all, second of all, I want to really disagree that conservative voters are stupid and therefore they don't understand the abortion math. I think that the right wing agenda has been very effective at pushing a certain kind of political rhetoric. And I don't necessarily agree with the argument that the liberal agenda will always reduce abortions. I'm sympathetic to that argument, but I do think a case can be made for conservative Supreme Court justices. I just agree with the argument that my buddy Joe makes that Trump cannot be counted on to do that. And so it doesn't Pence, I, maybe not Trump, maybe Pence. Yeah. yeah. But and and the thing, too, is that the Supreme Court justice argument is flawed in another way. Hey, hey, that's an interesting question. If Trump, if this were to really get him and and tomorrow he said, OK, I'm suspending my campaign. Pence is now running. Would you change your mind, Dan? If Pence were at the top of the ticket, I would still prefer. I actually I need to do some more research on this because. Uh, yeah. I haven't spent a whole lot of time researching sure. Pence's history and stuff. I think I would still prefer Hillary to Pence because of policy, 
but I would not be so worried about like needless wars starting because the commander in chief is a hothead. I would be much more secure with a Mike Pence president than a Donald Trump president. So I would I would have to think about it. We, but I, we would be much yeah. more secure, it, but our LGBT it, friends it, and neighbors would not be as secure. I just because, mean physically secure, right, physically right. secure from needless war. And like, you know, I mean, the thing is, you think about Trump at the last debate. Clinton very obviously planted that Alicia Machado Miss Universe story. Right, she dropped it. In. She dropped it in there. Watch Trump, the SNL, by was, the way. It was good. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. it was like the most obvious trap. And Trump is so prideful and so easy to rile up that he fell for it hook, line, and sinker. Right. Can you imagine someone with the political acumen of Vladimir Putin setting a trap for Trump? I mean, it's insane. Trump yeah. would be... He'd bite. He would bite every, every single piece of bait. So Pence, no, I don't think he would. I would not be nearly as afraid of a President Pence just in the general sense of... I mean, of, he seems to really disagree with his running mate. I mean, he seems sure. to he seems to say... I mean, he's, they even said this in the debate. Pence said he would have a tougher stance on Russia. He said if they were right. intervening, that we would have to get tough on them. And Trump says, I haven't talked to him. I disagree. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole other Which problem. Which is yeah. very, very bad if you if you have two people running for the same office and, 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 and if one dies, the other one's in. Very opposite policies going in as far as foreign policy goes. Yeah, this is a music podcast. Everyone knows the bands on this podcast. Everyone understands that, that Donald Trump's like Nickelback. He's like, why are you have, on your knees? The public wants to know. <laughs> I'm just trying to. The public wants to, to know. The common man down on his knees crying <laughs> hey, out. You're just begging. Dear Lord, give us a candidate. You know what I'm saying? But here's the thing. And, and, and sometimes people say, I don't like Radiohead, right? And I feel like everyone's treating Hillary Clinton like she's Radiohead. Like she's the best thing ever to happen to music. No one's treating her like that. And and a lot of people over here going, you know what? I don't like them. And everyone's like, how do you not like Hillary Clinton? I don't think that's the the case. I think most Democrats are saying she's not the best, but she's better than Trump. I think there are some. Yeah, there are a few. But but there's this pushback on Facebook. Sure. You say, I don't like Donald Trump. But I don't like Hillary. Everyone goes, well, you have to like Hillary. Well, if you don't like Hillary. No, I, I, I have a pushback. Every time I say I don't like Donald I, Trump on Facebook, which I do a lot, a lot of the people that follow me on Facebook say, but Hillary's bad too. There's a but Hillary movement out there. So I don't know. I, I get a different taste of but, that. But the problem with that is, are we going to do anything about it? That, that, that's the only thing that really bothers me is, how can you say Donald is so bad and not say Hillary is so bad and say you would you would spend your one vote on her because it's like is saying it, all lives matter. Here's the thing, Toby. There I is only, a, an emergency and it's Donald Trump and it, there's yeah. an emergency and it is the plight of black people in America. No, no, and no, by but saying, but, but, but look the at the other candidate, but you're they're saying bad the, too. the emergency relies on these two candidates where I'm saying the emergency is actually our political system. Yeah, I, I is would just agree. Awful and I, bad. And, and, and I don't it agree. has to change. I don't so the agree. The only way it'll change is if something really bad, even worse happens. All right. My I, point. I don't I don't know that I agree, uh, Toby. I don't like a two party system. But it's not like a two-party system has completely failed America and we are living in hell right now. It's, it's ineffective. It does not get everyone's voice out there. It should be changed. I agree. 
but it is not so bad that it's worth giving the keys of the kingdom to a child, giving nuclear codes to a man with no self-control. Well, it's not worth that. Thank you for watching our post debate companion. We are all part of podcasts that are much better than this live (laughs) podcast that we are streaming right now on Facebook. Unstoppable badass. Don't feed the trolls. Depolarize, which has two new episodes out right now. If you want to talk about building bridges between two viewpoints. Oh, Aaron, Aaron had one more thing. What, What is Aaron doing? Nah, I'm just struggling. I'm struggling. I'm sorry, hon. Are you going to be okay? We have like 30 seconds. Do you want to say something? I'm sick of hearing about this needless war bullshit because every fucking administration does needless fucking war. <laughs> so Donald Trump, Hillary Clinton, George W., Barack Obama, fuck it. Yeah. They're all going to bomb some brown people. Aaron, I actually, I love your, actually love that's that libertarian, you, uh, no, I love that you is. care about that. I actually think that that's really beautiful and I think I'm in line with you, but I just would want to go really quick back to the distinction between a needless war because we live in an unnecessarily militarized country and a needless war because the person running the army can be provoked easily that's just different and you and i seem to agree on that thank you guys for watching check out all of our podcasts we promise they're a lot better than this uh we appreciate you tuning in and spending your time no they're not mcdonald they are not better than this (laughs) they are way worse hey and you guys out in tennessee i love you podcasts are good but everyone else's are terrible no 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 no. (laughs) you know mine is the only podcast that actually talks politics so i feel like i had to make a distinction it currently has zero viewers so go check out depolarize yeah help us out go to (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's brand new it's got none 